Are you ready to take your contracting business to the next level? I'm your host, Mike Albert. Follow me to get all the knowledge you need to take it to the top. Welcome to Contractor Summit. Hey guys, welcome back to the Contractor Summit Podcast, Episode 2, where our goal is to help contractors reach the peak of their business potential, live the life they want, and make a shit ton of money doing it. I'm your host, Mike Albert, and I've turned several businesses into multi-million dollar operations, including my contracting business, and I'm here to teach you exactly how to do it too. This is completely free to you. I truly want to reach and help as many contractors as possible to make a positive impact on your business and your life. All I ask is that you like and subscribe, and more importantly, share it with someone you know who could benefit from the podcast. Let's get right into it. All right, guys, so today we're going to talk about something that may seem like it won't apply to you uh, because you've already been in business for years or you think to yourself, my name's already out there or I'm past that stage. Um, we're definitely going to take it back to the beginning. So let me be direct though. If that is you and you're listening to this podcast then you probably need to hear this as much as someone starting today, let's be real. If you've already made it, you wouldn't be listening to this right now. So let's just take a, you know, humble reality pill real quick. I'm going to ask you today to take yourself back to day one. Because no matter how long you've been in business, perfecting this very key concept needs to be implemented immediately. Today, we're going to talk about building your brand. Step one, okay? Before we get into this, I want to tell you a couple of things that I've seen while I've been in business. And these, quite frankly, just kill me, okay? Um, these are contractors that I've seen out and about um, on job sites or out at Lowe's, Home Depot, uh, wherever the case may be. Number one is contractors wearing regular clothes, unmarked clothes. This just makes no sense to me. I, I don't understand why you would not take every opportunity to tell people what you do. Guys, you got to realize that every single person that you encounter during a day is a potential customer or a potential referral or you know, somebody that will tell somebody down the road, or if nothing else, just recognize your brand down the road. They might not always be a customer today, but you got to remember down the road, they can be. So that's thing one. Thing two is unmarked cars. I see this so much on job sites and it is just nuts to me. You, You basically have a driving billboard. And if you're not utilizing that, I mean, shame on you. I mean, that's just logical that you're driving down the road um, or going out to dinner on the weekends or whatever you're doing. You're passing thousands of cars a week. And how do you miss that opportunity? You can't. You've got to You've got to get logos on your cars. So that drives me crazy. The next thing I, I see a lot is people that have no business cards on hand. Now, most of the time for me, you know, I'm in big box stores or wherever I'm at, I, and I'm look. I'm always looking for subcontractors, okay, for for our business. But I can't believe how many times I'm like, hey, you know, what do you guys do? Are you interested in work? Uh, we do this, this, and that. We have a ton of work. Are you interested? Oh yeah, of course. You know, we're 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 very interested. We'd love to do work with you. We know all about your business, and um, we'd love to be a part of it. Oh great! Can you just give me a card, and I'll hand it to my project managers, and they'll be in touch. Oh, well, I don't have a business card. Why? How? Why do you not have a business card? 
am I am I just supposed to take a mental note, write it down? Guys, business cards are so cheap. There's no reason to not have business cards, okay? The next thing is no social media. And even if they do have social media, they have very little posts and shitty pictures. The pictures don't have logos on them. I mean, it's just, it's piss poor marketing. I mean, you've got to have social media, okay? Um, the next is uh, looking like you rolled, what, just rolled out of bed. You know, guys, you're, you're meeting clients. These people are paying you money to, to have their service performed by you. They trusted you with their money in their home. Do yourself a favor and do your customer a favor. Minimally show them enough respect to take a shower, comb your hair, wear clean clothes. I can't tell you how many times I see people that literally are hungover or just look like they just got out of bed. They're wearing clothes that have paint all over their pants. Just clean yourself up. You know, that's these are these are elementary concepts here, guys. This is not rocket science. And lastly is no yard signs. Um, yard signs are definitely a very effective marketing tool. And there's got to be, there, there's just got to be an aspect where you want your name all over the place. And one of the best ways to do that is yard signs. I mean, some people out there are obnoxious about it. And that's, that's where you want to be. You want people to be like, man, this guy's got yard signs all over the place. So if you're a contractor and any of those things are, are being done in your business, or not being done in your business, then please pay attention because I'm telling you, it, this podcast episode is going to make it very cut and dry of what you need to do to succeed here. Okay. Again, I know it's elementary and it's ridiculous, but just use common sense. Think about anywhere you go that's a business that you know McDonald's, Chick fil A, um, an Apple store, Verizon store. Do they not have signs? Guys, these are massive companies. They, they, they know they don't need the market. They know that you know what their logo is, but they still have signs all over the place. They still have their logo all over the building. Every team member in the shop is wearing a shirt with their logo on it. So, you know, that that concept applies to contracting as well, if not even more. So, to get rolling on this, the first thing you need to do is understand your competition. Who's your biggest competitor? Okay? Now, let's think about this for a second. How do you know who your biggest competitor is? Because of their branding. You know who they are because you've seen their trucks. You've seen their billboards. You've seen their Facebook. You're scrolling on Facebook in the morning. And their logo keeps popping up on your feed. There's a reason, guys. This is There's a reason they're your biggest competitor. Okay? You need to at least do the same as them and try to do better. I do even more than that. Even the old tricks that still work that these guys are not doing. Knocking on doors. People don't do that anymore. Do what stands out. I remember one time I hired this guy and he worked for one of my, well, I'll call it a competitor for lack of better terms. I didn't really view him as competition, but he made a comment to me that while he was on a job site with that other contractor, they saw my canvassing team out knocking on doors. And he made a comment to to the employee and said, can you imagine being so hungry for work that you're sending people out knocking on doors? And he said this as an insult. Guys, that's not, <laughs> that's smart, okay? 
I'm out there sending canvassing teams, knocking on doors. We've always been busy. We've always been booked out. But that is the point is that is something that people are not doing because they, I don't know, they're scared. They're too involved in their workday, um, whatever the case is. But point is that stands out. So that's what you need to be doing. That's above and beyond what a lot of your competition is doing. I can't even tell you how many times at an estimate I've asked who's bidding the project. And I've never heard of the company that is bidding on the project. These are, these are fully licensed contractors in our area. I mean, how ridiculous is it that I have not heard of that company when they are a legitimate, licensed, bonded, insured company in my town, in my area? You know, it just, you got to think about that. It's, you got to be known. Okay. So next thing I want to talk to you guys about is, is once you understand all that, you need to come up with your own plan. Now, I personally wanted to pack a punch when I came out with marketing. Okay. So I wanted people to go from never hearing of me to who the hell is this guy and where did he come from? So I wanted to get all this together and really start with a punch. The first thing I did was ordered all the Under Armour clothes I could find, all of the Carhartt clothes I could find, and I put my logo all over that shit because nobody's doing that. Guys, painters wear painter whites. Most contractors wear dirty jeans and a t-shirt or a jacket and a beanie or some high viz, right? That's not what I did. I wanted to go classy. I wanted people to think that we were somebody, and it works. I'm telling you, get high-end clothes clean up, and look professional. Next thing I did was ordered a shitload of yard signs. Guys, I put yard signs on every stop sign at the end of every neighborhood. On every highway, there was never a chance that you were driving around a five-mile radius without seeing our company's logo. Then I got business cards. Seems logical, right? Got to have business cards. already talked about that. And they're cheap. You should never be in a place where you do not have a business card in hand, ready to go, or at least in your pocket, ready to hand it out, okay? Make them catchy. Don't make them cheap paper. Get yourself, you know, a nice medium stock, minimum, maybe a glossy. You, you know all the options there are. Don't, go, don't get the cheapest ones you can find because it makes a difference, I'm telling you. Now, I took it a step further. For me personally, instead of using a business card for my personal name, I got an e-card. Okay, and the company I used is Ovu. Um, there's a bunch of different options out there, but basically it's a um, it's a thick card, like a credit card, and it's got a QR code on it. So whenever I would walk up to someone and say, "Oh, you got a business card?" I pull out my e card, which looks like a credit card, and right away they're like, "What's this?" And I explain to them. They take a picture of the QR code. It pulls up all my information right on their uh, phone, and then they can instantly share their information back with me. So now I have their information, okay? Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's, you know, busting out a little technology there. But the big thing was you remember that shit. That customer or potential customer or subcontractor, whoever I gave that card to, they've probably never seen that before. So that's really standing out. After that, I already told you guys about the orange tundra I had when I started my company. I put a huge logo on that truck. It took almost the entire side of the truck. I didn't even have uh, bullet points about what we do. None of that. Just a massive logo because I wanted the brand to be recognized. Then I got hats, jackets, uh, 
sweatpants, hoodies, you name it for the entire family, including my kids and including my baby at the time. Okay, I wanted it to be obnoxious. I wanted everyone I know wearing my company logo no matter where they went. Okay, so it, let's talk about the logo real quick. I don't want to get off track here, but let's let's go back to just the logo portion alone just real quick because um, <laughs> I'm just thinking about this. This is something that just drives me apeshit. Um, hopefully you're not this guy, but there are definitely a lot of contractors out there that they do have their business on their truck. Guys, going on Microsoft Word and typing your business name with freaking Times New Roman font and printing it off and putting it in your truck, that is not a logo, okay? So take that shit off your truck. It looks ridiculous. It's not doing anything for you. And, and quite frankly, you can't even read it half the time, okay? So when you're making a logo... You really want to make it pop. You really need to, there, there's an art to making a logo. And if you need some help, there's plenty of sources out there that can help you make a logo. You can pay for it. But there's also some free sites. Um, and there's also some sites that you can build the logo and try thousands of different variations of it and then buy it. Okay. So it's not much, maybe a hundred bucks, but guys, you've got to perfect your logo. Okay. Um, you, you can't, you can't just, expect that you're going to take over your market and grow your business when you are not marketing properly. And the logo is just a massive component of that. So um, you should be able to pass it on the road and read it. You should be able to see it on the truck, drive down the highway and read it. I should be able to see it from 30, 50 yards down the road and immediately be able to read that logo. Okay. Think of every popular logo. Um, how about Geico? It's a G. McDonald's, the Golden Arches, it's just an M. Nike's a check. Under Armour is a U and an A connected. Okay? Don't overcomplicate it, but just don't suck. It's right in the middle. You got to find that you got to find that fine line because you also don't want it to be so busy that you can't read it. Okay? I've seen some logos too that they had good font or you know, good colors. But then they incorporated like pictures in the logo well guys that's 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 way too busy simplify it again you got to find a you got to find a happy medium but i really want to take a minute just talk about your logo spend some time on your logo okay now i did all of this before i even started and then after that i wanted to find two billboards in my town and i locked them in because first thing is first to grow your business and to conquer your market, the first thing you want to do is be the most reputable in your town. So the two billboards that I found were literally in my town. They were like five miles apart from each other, okay? Um, so once I got that all set up, I put it all out at one time. So we immediately went from never heard of us to who is this company? Trust me when I tell you, we were noticed by every consumer and every contractor immediately within a week people were talking i guarantee it that's the impact you want to make you have to understand how critical this is especially when you're in business that hardly does this anyway i mean you're in a you, you have this advantage because you're in a business that your competition mostly does not do any of this it makes it so easy to get that edge on your competition so take advantage of it and guys again think about the only competitors you know why do you know who they are? Think about it. 
Okay? Now that you've done that, here's key number two. Do not take your foot off, off the gas. Okay? You can't just do it. You need to continue to do it. Do not take your foot off the gas. You need impressions and lots of them. Now, I'm sure you guys you guys may have heard of the, uh, in, in the marketing world, there's a something called the rule of seven. And what that means is your prospect needs to hear advertiser's message or see your logo seven times before buying. So it's a long game. It's not a short game. You're not going to put out a yard sign and get a call in 30 minutes. Now, you might get a call in a day or a week. Now, the branding portion takes time, right? It's a lot of impressions. People want to see your logo many, many times. They see my signs. They see my trucks. They see my billboard. They see my tent at a marketing event. Um, and eventually, they're like, oh, okay, I remember that company. I'm going to call that guy, okay? So it's a long game. Don't take your feet off the gas. Now, from here, it's on you as the business owner, whether you can accept this or not, but you signed up to own a business. You signed up to be a marketing director, a networker, a salesperson. You signed up, guys, to generate work. You cannot sit around and wait for things to happen. So many people do that. They just sit around and think their phone's going to ring. If you do this, then honestly, you deserve to fail. And even if you don't fail, I promise you, you will suck. You will just get by. You're just going to be a pawn in the contracting world. Contractors like me love those kind of contractors. They make my job so easy and they make me even more successful than we already are because I know your marketing is shitty. And my guys use this to our advantage when we go to sales meetings to, with a customer. If I know that you're bidding on a job and I've never heard of you, I immediately explain to the customer or my sales guys immediately explain to the customer, well, don't you want to use a reputable company? I mean, we're financially solvent. You guys should see by our marketing alone how big we are, right? It gives us comfort to the customer that you guys cannot, you guys cannot portray that. You, no one knows who you are. So make those changes. I mean, hopefully you're not listening to this because you want to suck and you're ready to do the right way. So, you know, good for you for listening, but let's implement these, these processes here. I'm telling you, it's, this is the key component to making yourself stand out. Now, after this, I need you to do this. Now, a lot of guys aren't going to like this part. Get gritty and pound the pavement. Knock on some doors. I know a lot of people are, you know, too scared to do that. But guys, your job is to generate work. You've got to get work flowing. And it's all about momentum. I can't even express that enough. The momentum is so critical into being successful and to growing. By knocking on doors, you're going to talk to people that you would have never talked to. And I'm telling you, you will find a job out of that. Now, granted, you're not going to knock on 10 doors and get eight jobs. It's not going to happen. But I'm going to tell you this, you're going to knock on 10 doors and you're going to get two estimates and you're probably going to sell one. I guarantee it. So knock on doors. Network to property managers, realtors, general contractors. You should be talking to everyone you can think of that can give you business. Okay, you've got to keep doing it. You've got to hustle this. Now, another piece that a lot of people don't think about, but I do this shit all the time. Anytime I'm driving down the road and I see a dumpster in a driveway, if there's not a, con a contractor's yard sign out front, I knock on the door. Hey, sir, 
I just was driving by and I saw that you have a dumpster out here. Looks like you're doing some projects. Not really sure what you're doing, but this is what we do. And if there's any way we can help you, please just let us know. Here's my card. It's that simple. Okay. Again, I'm taking advantage of contractors that don't have a yard sign for one. Um, but for two, you'd be surprised how often co- uh, consumers are just, you know, getting rid of some carpet and going to do a hairy homeowner project. And there's an opportunity there for you to jump in and save the day. And it's a lead you would have not had otherwise. Okay. The key component here, and to sum, to sum it up, you want to be doing income producing activities every day, all day long. If it is not an income producing activity, you should not be doing it as the owner of your business. Let me say that again. If you are not doing income producing activities, then you should not be doing it as the owner of your business. Your job is to grow your company. Your job is to get money, find clients to get paid, period. Now listen, don't forget this important factor. Okay, all these things work. These are great marketing tools. These are great networking tools. But the other component is you need to perfect and dominate social media. Welcome to 2022, guys. It is not your 1990s contracting world anymore. Social media is where people find contractors. Yes, your website's important. Yes, your signs are important. Yes, your business cards are important. Your logo is important. Your truck's important. Social media is probably the most important. We live in an instant gratification world. People wake up, they drink their coffee, they're scrolling their phones, and guess what's popping up on your feed? Contractors, uh, restaurants, reels, whatever it is, these are opportunities for people to see your business and to see your logo and for you to gain recognition, okay? You minimally need to have a Facebook, an Instagram, and a LinkedIn page all on the social media platforms, minimally, okay? You should be posting constantly. Guys, you're here to build your fucking brand. Build the brand. Do you even understand the advantage that this gives you against the competition? Now, most contractors in my area anyway are getting older. You know, they're they're pretty close to retiring. They're in their 50s, they're in their 60s. Guys, these older contractors are clueless when it comes to this. Absolutely clueless when it comes to social media. They don't use it. They're using word of mouth, referrals, the old school shit, okay? Again, 2022, that's not the world we live in. People want pictures. They want to see you know, the work you've done. They want to instantly be able to, to send you a DM because they want instant gratification. They want to instantly schedule an estimate to get you in their house so they can get a price. So that's what you need to be doing. Ads in the paper don't work anymore, okay? So get with the times and understand the importance of social media and perfect it and dominate it, okay? Now look, I'm gonna wrap this up with this. If you wanna dominate your market, people need to know who the hell you are. It's step one and hands down more important than anything. There's safety in a brand, guys. Safety in a brand. McDonald's food fucking sucks and it's terrible for you. But let me tell you something. If I'm out of town and I don't know all these restaurants in the town, I'm not going to some shady seafood restaurant where I might, you know, get some bad shrimp and shit my pants all night. If I see a McDonald's, I'm going to get McDonald's because I'm familiar with it. 
There are so many shitty contractors out there doing shoddy work that crush it when their marketing is on point. The potential customers, if nothing else, they've seen their trucks, they've seen their signs, seen the shirts in a local store or wherever they are in the course of their day. They know who they are, so they, are, they feel safer. There's safety in their brand. Guys, thanks for listening into this week's uh, episode of Contractor Summit. Please subscribe, and hey, leave us a comment. If you have a question you'd like addressed on the show, you know we'd love to hear about it. We'd love to address it. We're here to talk about real-life issues and would love your feedback. Till next episode, I'm out. <laughs>